What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode one of my podcast. I wanted to start uh, using this form a little bit more because it's a little bit easier for me to find the time to hop on and uh, record a couple thoughts that I'm having uh, than it is for me to uh, write on LinkedIn and Medium and Facebook like I do um, normally. So I want to use this as a um, forum to talk about the same things that you'll you have probably seen me talk about however else you've found your way to here Um, i was an attorney for a little under a year and then i quit to uh, do my own thing and so i find a lot of joy in helping people who are in white collar jobs find uh more risk-free ways than I did to quit their job and um, start start making money well at their job to eventually help them out of their job. Um, so that's one thing that I want to talk about. I, I also uh, co-own Williams Entertainment Group with my brother, and that's a, that's a mid-seven-figure business right now. Um, and so I want to be very open with y'all about the processes and the issues that we run into as we try to grow it to a nine-figure business, a $100 million company. And um, there are issues every day with that, that I think uh, there are learnings to be had. And also my my wife and I do a fair amount of e-commerce. She owns a brand called Fitness Carly. Um, and we do something called, uh, midnight, uh, midnight money makers. And that's, um, kind of helping people make money either as moms or as professionals on the side. Um, and so the, the issues and the snags that, that we go through and trying to turn that into an eight figure business. Um, and so that's what I hope to do with this time. Um, and for this first episode, I, I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, three quotes that were pretty instrumental and really impactful in my life when I was, um, at a job and, uh, that, that helped me, um, kind of get in the right mindset to, uh, start working towards getting out of my job and all of the pushback that I had with friends, family, Again, I, I was I I was at a big law firm and spent a lot of money to go to big um, prestigious schools, and I uh, lasted just over nine months to quit and to run to start an escape room business, family entertainment business, um, which was universally thought of as a bad idea, and. Um, Again, looking back, I would advise no one to take the path that I took because it was very risky. I think there was a lot of luck and timing and um, things that aren't really replicable today that I did. Um, And so it was was definitely a risk-laden path. Um, But as I I was thinking back towards uh, my mindset while at that job, very unhappy, um, what were the things that really drove my drove me to um, you know take that that risk that I did? And the first one is 
one that I got from a mentor of mine who's in Dallas named Steve Houghton. He owns a big, um, a big, uh, basically a family office that he runs. Um, and his, the, his quote to me that was very impactful was basically to do something that if you're right, you get rich. And if you're wrong, you don't go broke. And what I like about that, that idea is that it helps you try to focus on things that aren't very capital intensive, but have a high leverage point, a high, um, high upside and a low downside that, um, you know, I, I think it, it helps me to think of less complex ideas that require a ton of capital up front to get started. There's all this, you know, the idea of the normal startup where you have an idea, you go pitch angels and seed fund investors, and then you get to VCs, and then you do a bunch of series on, on a massive idea. Those are, those are all of the ideas that are, uh, and the startups that are in the news that you read about, and thinking about something that if you're right, you get rich, and if you're wrong, you don't go broke. Um, that concept helped, helped me to think simpler and uh, something that was more executable, something more tangible. Um, and that helped me make the decision to ultimately go to Family Entertainment Brick and Mortar, um, which has a very high, um, a high floor and a, rel- a lower ceiling than something in tech. And so I tried to hedge that with doing e-commerce and um, informational products um, that are not very capital intensive, but have high upside and easier to scale. Um, the, the second quote that, um, that had a big impact on me in, in that period of my life was um, a Warren Buffett quote that basically says, if, if you don't learn how to make money while you sleep, you'll work until you die. Um, and that was a big idea for me, you know, the idea of waking up richer than when you went to bed, um, not passive income in the sense of smoke weed on the beach and do nothing while you cash checks. That to me, I never really bought into that narrative because I just don't think that that exists, but, um, creating something that, um, that is open 24 seven that, you know, you, you basically have your, your fishing pole in the water, your line in the water, um, at all hours of, at all hours of the day. So that way you can, uh, make sales, generate revenue, um, at, at all times. And that was very different than, you know, working the, the conventional way that my parents made money of being an attorney and doing the billable hour and really your only, um, your only variation in compensation is you're basically just working towards putting in enough hours in the firm to make a bonus. Um, and so I started to allocate more and more of my time towards, you know, just accepting the fact that I wasn't going to get my bonus hours and that was okay. Um, instead of trying to get the 2000 hours to be bonus eligible at my firm, I really tried to get to 1400 hours billing and use that additional 600 billable hours, which is like 800, uh, 800 or 900 working hours towards doing something 
that um, I owned for myself that I had complete control over. And the third, the third idea that had a lot of effect on me as I was going through law school and entering into um, professional services was I, I, had a, I had a real estate class at the University of Chicago that I took at the business school. And the guy who ran it was a guy who had done a lot of real estate, private equity, where he'd started his own firms and he was really successful. And what he had said to a group of MBA students um, was, use your 20s and your early 30s. That, that, that time is a time where you can take an inordinate amount of risk that you won't be able to take for the rest of your life. And that time is best spent getting close to someone who is a professional risk taker and learning how to place bets like they do. Um, and that was an idea that had a big effect on me when I was at a law firm. And it really graded on me that everyone that I was around took no risk outside of risking their time, which is the most valuable asset that we have. They would risk their time so that way they wouldn't have to risk any capital. And with that idea that had been planted in me from, um, from that real estate class of use this time in your mid-20s, I was 26 when I started at a law firm, use this time to learn how to take professional risk, to learn how to take and mitigate professional risk. Um, and it was so far from the way that I was spending my time. Um, it, it expedited my exit in a big way from my law firm because it really, I think, put the proper value on my time as I started to try to figure out how, what I wanted to risk going forward. And I think, and I think it properly framed uh, that that period of my life, my mid-20s up into my early 30s, isn't about accumulating assets. It's not really about uh, going on yachts or vacations or balling out in any real way. That time is supposed to be dedicated to learning how to place bets and mitigate those bet, mitigate the downside of those bets as they get placed. And so, as I really, as I look back at those three quotes, uh, if do something that if you're right you get rich, if you're wrong you don't go broke. Um, Warren Buffett's if you don't learn to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. And then the concept of using your mid-20s to early 30s to uh, find a professional risk taker and learn how to take professional risks like them. All three of those bets, all, all, sorry, all, all three of those quotes are really uh, quotes that all hit on the same idea of you have to learn the process and it's not inherent to anyone. It's a process of discovery that you can't get by just reading books about it. Uh, you, ha you have to learn how to um, place bets that are smart, that don't take you out of the game, and that have upside that can change your life. Um, and there's no real way to do that other than by doing it. It's not something that you can just you know, mentally grasp and start executing on. It's a trial and error process, unfortunately. And you can learn the principles around it and you can um, start to, you know, not do something completely insane by reading about it. But um, you have to get used to the process of um, going through it, putting your money where your mouth is and executing against an idea 
um, until it gets brought to the market and then iterating as you see how it performs in the market. And learning that skill set was really what I was obsessed with doing. Um, and it's still something that I'm in the process of doing. Um, it's, I haven't figured it out completely by any means. I have placed plenty of bets in the past year that haven't worked out in any real way whatsoever. Uh, but the important thing I think is that they haven't taken me out of the game either. Even the bets that I've placed, um, that, uh, haven't worked out. Um, because if I'm wrong, I'm not going to go broke. Um, so I thought that would be of use to someone, um, the, I, those were three quotes that as I was um, trying to figure out what to do with my life out of school, trying to figure out directionally uh, where I wanted to go, um, those were three ideas that I think had a big impact on me, and so hopefully they have some impact on you. So that's it. That's the end of the episode. That's all I got time for today. Let me know um, what you all would like to hear more about um, going forward. And uh, you can write me on LinkedIn, Facebook, send me an email, RaleighWilliams7 at Gmail is the best way to get a hold of me. And um, we'll take it from there.